Well, as I'm sure you notice, Diane is not with us this morning. She should be back next week without fail. But because she's not with us today, we are not able to receive communion. But uh, we'll try and make up for that next week, too. In the meantime, as you uh, probably noticed, today's gospel reading this morning from Matthew has given us another parable. This one involves a certain landowner who decides to establish a grape orchard. He goes to a lot of time and trouble and expense to clear the land and plant the finest grape leaves. These vines must be pruned and shaped as they grow in order to produce the sweetest grapes. And so he hires overseers to care for them. All goes well until it's time for the harvest. But when he sends in pickers to harvest the grapes, the overseers, they drive them away. He sends in more workers a second time, but the same thing happens. The landowner then decides that he will send in his son, who he is certain will be listened to and obeyed. But those locals decided they will have all the grapes to themselves, and so they kill the son. Now when the Jewish leaders who were a part of the crowd Jesus was speaking to figured out that they were the overseers in the vineyard and the Jewish people were the grapes, they were angry and they wanted to arrest Jesus. But they were fearful of doing so for the common people were already thinking of Jesus as some sort of prophet. This parable, written by Matthew, was not only for the people of his time. It was also written for us. But the challenge of this parable is to decide just how it may apply to us and just where we would fit into this story. First, I will suggest to you that God also expects an harvest from us. This harvest will come from living the life that he would hope for us. And while he does not insist that we should have to earn our salvation or to close up some gap between us and himself, that closure has already happened. Christ has won our salvation because, well, he already closed that gap for us. What God expects from us is that Christ's victory will be fruitful in our own lives. God would hope the tiny seed planted in all of us would bear much fruit and not wither and fail. God looks forward to the harvest, both in the depths of our very souls and in our participation in the wide world around us. But we should also have expectations for ourselves. Some are just and appropriate and others perhaps maybe not quite so much. But I don't believe that God ever places an expectation on us 
that we cannot fulfill. You see, God does not demand fruitfulness from us without providing the resources by which this can happen. What sort of resources am I talking about? Retired Episcopal priest and author Charles Hoffacker writes that there are four resources necessary for God's good harvest within us. The first condition is Christ himself. Without him, no harvest of good works could be possible. That's like saying, without Jesus, we would only be able to produce sour grapes. But with Jesus, whatever harvest God wants from us is possible and can even be abundant. Secondly, we have been given one another. Yes, we are a diverse gathering of people, some younger and others older. We do not share one political outlook or do we seek the same priorities in life? The only one who could possibly unite us in common purpose is Jesus. Reverend Hoffacher says, the third condition is the earthly talents and goods that we are able to contribute. Some of us are teachers or caregivers. Some are good at organizing events. Others preparing meals or having the resources to donate funds. The fourth condition, the reverend says, we have been given is a certain setting. We are in this place, this area in the community, and it is not Chicago, Seattle, Paris, or Cairo. Here is where we can be fruitful. Christ and one another, some earthly resources, and this specific setting. These are the conditions for our fruitfulness. God has provided them so we may produce a harvest. But, but he does not provide us with a blueprint for achieving our success, and there really are no strict specifications. God cares deeply for his vineyard, and it is on this basis that he looks toward the harvest. His expectation is not in the form of a demand, but rather a hope. Our fruitfulness may vary, may even take a different form than what we might expect. But we are Emmanuel, which means God with us. And we have been provided with everything we might need to provide sweet fruit here in this God's orchard. Amen. <laughs>